there has been a little bit of chatter about whether or not the LVRs might be coming back to try and cool the residential property uh, investment market at the moment. Hannah McQueen from Enable Me is with us this morning. Kia ora, Hannah. Good morning. You know, it seems bizarre, doesn't it, that in these testing economic times, somehow the New Zealand property market is defying all expectations and going absolutely gangbusters. And now it looks like the Reserve Bank might try to do something about it. Yeah, yes. I mean, when you, when you break it down into what's feeding into the boom, it makes sense. You know, low interest rates, record number of people returning to the country, term deposits or alternative investment options being a little bit sucky. Well, that kind of pushes people towards property. But to your point, yes, there's this crazy boom. And some of it is fueled by investors. And absolutely, the Reserve Bank will reintroduce the LVR rules for existing investment properties, existing properties where they require right. a higher deposit. Right. Which, 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 I mean, might go some way to stop some of the, or to slow down some of the speculation in the market. But, but for people who are still looking at it and thinking, you know, what property's probably a better option for me than sticking money in a term deposit earning almost no interest, what is your advice at the moment? What are some of the pitfalls and things you need to keep in mind? Oh, I think that the problem with low interest rates is it disguises all properties and they all look to be good. And what we know is that not all properties are created equal. And if you're going to make money from property, you tend to make it from the capital gain rather than the rent you receive each week, especially if you have a mortgage on that property. So if you're buying for capital gain, you then need to recognise that capital gain historically hasn't been earned evenly throughout a property cycle it tends to favour the rear end of the cycle. And normally before we get that big boom, we do have to go through a more traditional recession, not the the kind that we're going through here. And so what that means is that when I'm advising my clients, I'm trying to increase the probability of them being able to hold the asset through the bad times to get the good times out the end because that's where the, the gold sits. And some of the rules that we apply with that is, you really want to be investing where there is legitimate economic growth, uh, where there's population growth. Um, so I tend to narrow that down to the Auckland, Tauranga and Hamilton precinct, which isn't to say you'll get right. growth outside of that. You, you absolutely will. I'm just trying to increase the speed of that growth. So I'd narrow right. it down there. I would say that the yield on the property needs to be 4% as a minimum. Now, the average yield in Auckland is 1.8%. So the yield is the rent you're getting relative to the value of the property. So it's easy to buy a property, but the rent that you're earning often isn't enough to cover what you've paid for it. And you have to top that up as a property owner. Now, when interest rates are really low, who cares? (laughs) But we have to factor in, in the next property cycle, rates increasing. And what will happen is that people will get burnt with property. And... Kind of those are just the first kind of principles that we start to work by because that eliminates. Uh, and if I also add in, I want a new property that tends to eliminate ninety percent of the properties on the market. Because a lot, a lot of people will be thinking, okay, I want to get a big capital gain, and they'll be prepared to sacrifice yield in the short term for the future prospect of a, of a greater capital gain. But of course, the danger with that is that interest rates could increase significantly in the years to come. Yeah, well, if you look at historically what tends to happen is there is a hurdle to get over before you get the gain. 
which is the, the traditional recession, the economic recession before the boom, which is where the gain sits. Mm. And, and historical recession, interest rates have been higher. So if, if you look at a lot of Kiwi property owners, it's not that they can't buy the property. They can, and they can probably hold it for the first five years of the cycle. But there is a decreased probability of holding it beyond that because they've bought the wrong property to get through the bad times, and they haven't strengthened mm. their personal situation in the first five years to counter the bad times before the good times. <laughs> right, yeah. So, so how do you protect yourself if this does become a bit of a bubble? Well, uh, generally you're not buying for speculation. So you, uh, you, in, from a mindset perspective, you're saying, well, certainly I can sell the property whenever I want, but let's, let's mentally commit to this for 10 years. So let's design the plan to increase the probability of me being able to get it for 10 years. Because I think the biggest risk this cycle, not this little COVID bubble, the biggest risk this cycle is that the cycle will be longer than what it has been ever before. That's the risk. And if you can't hold long enough to get to the other side, we've just we've just had a whole lot of faff. There's not much, and that's what we want to avoid. Okay, great advice. Thank you so much, Hannah. As always, Enable Me is now called Enable Me Financial Strategy and Coaching. You can find them at www.enable.me.